Hello, loyal people of Earth and podcast listeners. Welcome to today's, this week's podcast show, which was delayed from yesterday um, because there were a couple things that uh, I found out earlier today. As always, huge virtual hugs to all of those hardworking men and women on the front line. Happy 60th birthday to the one and only George Clooney today. He shares his birthday with Matt Piotrowski, Naomi Scott, Meghan Markle, whose first children's book, The Bench, arrives in June, and Prince Harry's son, Archie Harrison Mountbatten-Windsor, who is two today, baseball player Willie Mays, and rock singer Bob Seger. Today is the entertainment debuts for 2011's Four, Something Borrowed and Jumping the Broom, 2006's Captain America Civil War, 2005's Kingdom of Heaven, Crash, and House of Wax. It's also National Nurses Day, National Tourist Appreciation Day, and No Diet Day. Happy belated Cinco de Mayo birthdays to Vanessa Bryant, Henry Cavill, Adele, and figure skater Nathan Chen. Yesterday marked 21 years since Russell Crowe's Maximus becoming a revenge-seeking slave in Ridley Scott's Gladiator, 15 years since Mission Impossible 3 and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse debuted, 44 years since the love boat arrived on TV screens, and 4 years since the Guardians of the Galaxy Vol 2. Mid-Cape Sport head honcho coach Gail Capel has a milestone birthday tomorrow, May 7th. She shares her birthday with Alexander Ludwig. May 7th is also the debut date for The Mummy, the 2001 version with Brendan Fraser. Less said about the 2017 female mummy Tom Cruise starring reboot, the better, don't you think? 1997's The Fifth Element and 2004's Van Helsing in New York Minute, which was the final film starring Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen before they quit acting. I hope Joey has a, Engelman has a happy heavenly birthday on May 9th. He shares his birthday with Rosario Dawson, Billy Joel, and Noah Santino. May 9th also happens to be Mother's Day, the day to celebrate maternal bonds. I want to give out a shout out to all the moms out there, whether they're surrogate moms, pet mothers, single moms, working moms, including but not limited to, of course, my own mother, Sarah Engelman, Rita Kasky, Angie Bartson, Elisa O'Brien, Natalie Sharborough, Sarah Hannah Wolf, Carol Engelman, new mom Sarah Morris, Susan Catanillo, Kim Moberg, Lucy Koplansky, Gina Spohn, Robin Engelman, Claire Engelman, Cami Zodrell, Megan Engelman, Abigail Stone, Joan Burlington Yanks, Lauren McGowan, Melissa McCabin, my late grandmothers Mary Bartson and Betty Engelman, Julie Dresner, Mimi Kennedy, Elizabeth Leader Smith, Gretchen Bartson, Irene Romero, Stacy Dwyer, Paige Woodbury, Katie Soros, Linda Barbell Cross, Betsy Engelman, and countless others. Alia Moshe Engelman, Bono, Cassie Sternberg, Fred Astaire, and Keaton Thompson all blow up birthday candles on May 10th. Cassie would also like to send out Mother's Day shout-outs to Debbie Pikus and Linda Steinberg as well. Also, happy belated birthday to Matt McCabe of San Rafael, who turned 7 on May 2nd. Hope you like your gift. 
on to the news. Last week in super close box office fight between Mortal Kombat, which was meant to take the blockbusters Matan after Godzilla vs. Kong, and Demon Slayer Mugen Train ended with the video game adaption winning the first round. But weekend round number two had a different outcome. Mortal Kombat was dealt a fierce uppercut by Demon Slayer Mugen Train, which emerged victorious with 6.4 million, while Mortal Kombat was close on the train's tracks. Sorry, that was a bad one. With 6.2 million. Unfortunately, both films fell 70% from last weekend. In regular times, these numbers will be really disappointed. But in this pandemic era, it's not considering a horrible outcome. However, it does leave some lingering doubts about when movie going will return in droves. Did you know that Demon Slayer Mugen Train is the highest grossing R-rated animated movie of all time as of right now? It's also the most intended Japanese film of all time. Saturday's passing of Steve Magnolias and Moonstruck actress Olympia Dukakis was a harsh blow. But fans were devastated to learn of the Tuesday of were devastated to learn Tuesday of the April 29th passing of 96-year-old H&R Puff and Stuff star Billy Hayes. According to a May 4th Variety.com article, Hayes is best known for her portrayal of the comical witch, Witchy Poo on Sid and Marty Cross show H&R Puff and Stuff from 1969 to 1970. From there, Hayes reappeared as Witchy Poo on the Paul Lind Halloween special and the series finale of the Banana Slits Adventure Hour. He's also appeared in The Witches, several other TV shows, including Bewitched, Weenie the Genie, The Monkees, and Lidsville. Her other credits include Pawpaws, Transformers Rescue Bots as Mrs. Niederlander, and General Hospital as Agent Bryden O'Reilly, among many more. Rest in peace. But life must go on. Sunday, the stork delivered some baby joy to 34-year-old singer Ellie Golding and her husband, Casper Joplink. Golding announced her pregnancy back in February when she was 30 weeks along. People.com announced Sunday the elated new dad announced the news on his Instagram story Sunday. Mom and baby... Are both healthy and happy, the new dad, 29, wore out. Extremely grateful, Jopling added. I don't ever aggress the public attention that comes with Ellie's job, but during this magical and personal moment, we would really appreciate being able to enjoy our privacy. Thank you, X. Speaking of new babies, the voice season two alumni and country singer Ray Lynn had enormous news to share on Tuesday, which was her 27th birthday. Ian Line reported she's pregnant and expecting a baby girl with husband Josh Davis. Well, this Georgia Peach and Texas Rose did the thing. Happy birthday to me. I'm 27 years old and 21 weeks into carrying our baby girl, Raylan confirmed on Instagram. Excited for our world to be turned upside down in September because God made girls baby. And surprise! Not only was yesterday Daniel Fisher's 40th birthday, but Eonline revealed 
She took to Instagram May 5th to announce that she and her husband, Jensen Carp, are expecting their second child. The news came on a very special day, as it also marked the actress's 40th birthday. F-O-R-T-Y. She wrote alongside a photo of herself cradling her baby bump. I've never been more excited or hopeful for the next decade in my life. In the message, the Boy Meets World alum reflected on her life so far. I had a beautiful childhood. Teenage years I will still dream about. My 20s were insane and mostly miserable. My 30s brought me lows and highs, but eventually I leveled out to a place of security. She continued, security in who I am, what I believe, and with whom I want to spend precious time. I couldn't be more grateful to enter my 40s with my amazing husband and son, excitedly expecting the arrival of baby boy number two. The little one's arrival will make her son Alder, who turns two in June, a big brother. Speaking of new babies, entourages Jerry Ferreira and his wife, Brianne Ranko, welcomed baby number two recently. And today, .com announced yesterday, JoLynn Kent and her husband, Scott Conroy, are officially parents of two. Wednesday afternoon, the NBC News business and tech correspondent revealed that they welcomed baby Delancey May into the, to the world late last month. Tom Hanks' new film, Finch, formerly titled Bios, is going right to Apple TV+. ScreenRun.com stated Tuesday, this will be the second film starring Hanks to release on Apple TV after last summer's World War II thriller, Greyhound, which was a surprise hit for the streamers. Though Hanks was not entirely pleased, Apple sent Greyhound straight to streaming. It resulted in the streamer's biggest opening ever as their most watched film at the time with viewership equivalent to a summer theatrical blockbuster. Hanks eventually walked back his comments, clarifying that he was glad Apple made Greyhound available for everyone to view during the pandemic. Though a release date has not been confirmed, Finch is expecting to stream on Apple TV Plus later this year during award season with a qualifying release in theaters. It centers on Hanks' robot engineer, one of the few survivors left on post-apocalyptic Earth. Worried no one will watch over his trusty canine companion Goodyear after he's gone, he builds a robot, and the trio leave on a treacherous odyssey across a barren American landscape as he teaches his creation about love, friendship, life, and what it means to be human. Also, Variety.com reported today that Mark Wahlberg and director Antoine Fuqua's sci-fi thriller Infinite is also foregoing a theatrical release and adding right to the Paramount Plus streamer. And also that Sony Cinderella remake with Camila Cabello, Billy Porter, and Idina Menzel is skipping theaters entirely. It will instead debut sometime on Amazon Prime Video. Good news, Marvel fans. In the words of Loki from Thor Ragnarok, your savior is here. ComingSoon.net revealed yesterday, Marvel has released a new announcement video featuring Tom Hiddleston, confirming that Disney Plus's upcoming MCU series, Loki, will premiere on Wednesday, June 9th, 
moving up two days from its original release date of June 11th. The highly anticipated series will stream episodes weekly on Wednesdays exclusively on the streamer. They also, Marvel fans also received some incredible news on Monday. After sitting out 2020, thank you, pandemic, Marvel films are returning in full force for MCU Phase 4. ScreenRant.com announced Monday that in a new video titled Marvel Studios Celebrates the Movies, the studio celebrated the legacy of the franchise with footage from various movies and even part of the audience's reactions to Avengers Endgame. Marvel Studios also unveiled new footage from Black Widow and Shang-Chi, as well as the very first Eternals movie footage. Additionally, the video confirms Black Panther 2 will be titled Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Captain Marvel 2 will be titled The Marvels. The video also announced that Ant-Man, opening February 17, 2023, will be called Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Guardians of the Galaxy will debut Gardens of the Galaxy 3 will debut on May 5th, 2023. And while the video showed the logo for the Fantastic Four reboot, no date has been given. Sorry, Blade fans. If you're hoping to see Vampire Hunter Blade on the big screen shortly, you're in for a long wait. The website revealed yesterday that Marvel's reboot, starring Mahershala Ali as the half-human vampire hunter, a role made famous by Wesley Snipes back in 1998 with Blade has been pushed back, has post, pushed back its shooting date by a year. Instead of filming this September, it will start filming in July 2022. Attention Broadway theater fans. While Broadway theaters have been closed since New York Governor Andrew Cuomo ordered them shut on March 12, 2020, <laughs> and people have been waiting the day that they'll reopen, I have some good news. With U.S. vaccination rates ascending and COVID-19 infections descending, there's new hope. EW reported yesterday afternoon, pop-up shows have begun on Broadway theaters, but now official productions have a timeline to restart. To be clear, theaters will still need quite a bit of time to get their cast in order, start rehearsals, and prepare to fill seats again. So while Cuomo has announced most of the state's COVID-19 restrictions will ease by mid-May, an even more optimistic prediction than New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio's preparation to fully open up by July, Broadway is aiming to return starting September 14th. We are thrilled that Governor Cuomo clearly recognizes the impact of Broadway's return on the city and state's economy and the complexity of restarting an entire industry that has been dormant for over a year. Broadway League President Charlotte St. Martin said in a statement, Nothing beats Broadway. The theater elders, producers, and other league members will continue to, be, to work with the NY State Department of Health and the governor to coordinate the industry's return and the related health and safety protocols required to do so. In theaters nationwide, Friday is the comedy romance here today, starring Tiffany Haddish, Penn Badgley, Sharon Stone, Billy Crystal, and Lori Benatti. Veteran comedy writer Charlie Burns is going through a rough time in his life. 
and feeling love. His life changes when he encounters street singer Emma Page. They soon form an unlikely bond and discover the meaning of trust and love. Also in theaters this Friday is the action thriller Wrath of Man, starring Eddie Marson, Josh Hartnett, Jason Statham, Lynn Ray, Guy Ritchie, who also directed it, Laz Alonso, Jeffrey Donovan, and Scott Eastwood. Cold and mysterious Richard H. is hired by a cash company tasked with moving hundreds of millions of dollars around Los Angeles every week. One time, the truck gets held up at gunpoint during a job, and H. single-handedly fends off the robbers, showcasing advanced combat and training skills. Secretly, he's hunting for the people who killed his son during a very similar theft, and he plans to new, use his new job to set traps for every wannabe robber in the city until he finds his son's killers. This is actually the second time that Jason Statham and Scott Eastwood have co-starred together after previously starring in 2017's The Phase Furious. And this is actually an English-language remake of the 2004 French film Cash Truck. In limited release and on digital platforms, May 7th is David Oyelowo's feature directorial debut, The Waterman, starring Oyelowo, Rosaria Dawson, Lonnie Chavitz, and Alfred Lomina. It centers on a young boy named Gunnar, who sets out on a quest to save his ill mother by searching for the Waterman, a mythical figure rumored to have magic healing powers. Will he be able to find him? Netflix's latest original film, The Drama Monster, starring Kelvin Harrison Jr., Jeffrey Wright, Jennifer Hudson, Raquel Myers, Tim Blake Nelson, and John David Washington, debuts Friday. Based on Walter Dean Meyer's young adult book of the same name, it focuses on 17-year-old honor student Steve Harmon, whose life comes smashing down around him when he's charged with felony murder. He'll face a complicated legal fight that could end up with him in prison forever. Speaking of Netflix, the streaming service announced this morning during their Official website, Danish director Robert Rothenberg is directing their first Danish film called Loving Adults. The thriller starring Sonia Richer, Sus Wilkins, Dars Salim, Lars Rinth, and Benjamin Kidder has recently started production and will be released worldwide on Netflix eh, sometime next year. On the subject of Netflix, Zack Snyder's new zombie heist movie, Army of the Dead, which arrives on the streamer in two weeks, is getting an actual theatrical release. Slashfilm.com reported yesterday, Netflix and some movie theaters are being friendly with, one, with each other. So the streaming service is giving Army of the Dead proper, a proper theatrical release starting on May 14th, including a couple hundred locations from one of the major nationwide theater chains. That's one week before the movie debuts on Netflix. Variety.com has news on the release of Army of the Dead in theaters. Cinemark has agreed to play Zack Snyder's new action horror film in 200 locations, making it the first Netflix film to get a wide release at a major theater chain. The movie will also be screened at movie theater chains like IPIC, Landmark, Alamo Drafthouse, 
Harkins, and Cinemopolis. Unfortunately, since AMC and Regal Theaters aren't playing the movie, it won't have quite a wide release as your traditional blockbuster, hitting all around uh, 600 theaters total around in the United States. Brace yourself, Stranger Things fans. Netflix unleashed the second teaser trailer for their hit series today. The only things we really know about the anticipated fourth season is that it'll be a heck of a lot darker than the previous three seasons and is expecting sometime in 2022. Now, not only is today is May 10th Cassie Steinberg's birthday, it's also the debut for two very different films that opened a year apart from each other. Dancing from the page to the silver screen May 10th, 1995, was the family drama A Little Princess, starring the talents of Liam Cunningham in a dual role, Vizelle Matthews, Vanessa Lee Chester, Rusty Schwimmer, Eleanor Braun, director Alfonso Cuaron, Cuaron's version of Francis Hodgson's Burnett's 1905 book of the same name, was the first since the 1939 version starring Shirley Temple to be going for the big screen. It had some creative spins on the original novel and heavily influenced by its predecessor. And though it only earned $17 million, it was still critically loved and given various awards like two Oscar nominations for art direction and cinematography. Precisely a year later, the epic disaster Twister starring Helen Hunt the late Bill Paxton, Jamie Gertz, and Carrie Ellis blew into theaters. Sorry for the bad weather pun. The $495 million worldwide earner focused on a gang of storm chasers trying to deploy a tornado research device during a major outbreak in Oklahoma. The film, which um, stormed away with two Academy Award nominations for Best Visual Effects and Best Sound, but lost both of them to Independence Day and English Patient, is famous for being the very first film to be on DVD in the United States. Now, according to an urban legend, a tornado hit a drive-in theater in Stony Crook, Ontario, while this film was playing. In reality, a tornado hit a Thorold, Ontario drive-in theater on May 20, 1996, ruining a stream. This film wasn't exactly playing when the tornado struck, but was actually scheduled to play that very evening. And Laura Dern and Tom Hanks were considered for the roles of Dr. Joe and Bill Harding. Three films with Oscar winners arrive on DVD this week. First up is Judas and the Black Messiah, which won for Best Original Song for Fight For You and was up for Best Original Screenplay, Best Picture, and Best Cinematography. It came to HBO Max in theaters on February 12th and stars the talents of Best Supporting Actor winner Daniel Kaluuya, Best Supporting Actor nominee Lakeith Stanfield, Dominique Fishback, Algie Smith, and Jesse Plemons. In the late 1960s, the young, charming activist Fred Hampton became the chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party, putting him in the path of the government, the Chicago police, and the FBI to destroy the revolution that he was bringing up. The authorities needed an informant on the inside. And that's where criminal turned FBI spy William O'Neill came into play. 
This was the very first film with over two African-American producers to be up at the Academy Awards for Best Picture. It's also the first Best Picture nominee to have all black producers at three, Ryan Coogler, Shaka King, and Charles D. King. And Algie Smith and Dominique Fishback previously co-starred in 2018's The Hate You Give. The newest Best Actor winner, Anthony Hopkins, has a new movie out on DVD this week. Um, no, folks, it's not his Best Picture nominee drama, The Father. That arrives on DVD on May 18th. It's the action thriller film The Virtuoso, which came out onto streaming platforms April 30th, also starring Anson Mount, Annie Marson, and Abby Cornish. Danger, deception, and death descend upon a sleepy town when an expert assassin gets a new assignment from his mysterious boss. With just one cryptic clue, the time and the place, he must locate his mysterious mark among several possible targets. Out on DVD this week is the crime drama thriller, The Little Things, starring the talents of Denzel Washington, Jason James Richard, Jared Leto, and Rami Malek. Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deke Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what should be a simple evidence-gathering task. But instead, he gets involved with L.A. Detective Baxter to nab a serial killer terrorizing the city. As they track down the killer, Baxter is unaware the investigation is bringing up echoes of Deke's dark past, uncovering disturbing secrets that could threaten more than just the case. Did you know that Denzel Washington's daughter Olivia has a role in the film? And director-writer John Lee Hancock actually first wrote the screenplay for the film in 1993 after completing his work on the Clint Eastwood film A Perfect World. And at separate points, Clint Eastwood, Danny DeVito, and Steven Spielberg were all originally attached to direct this. This movie stars three Oscar winners, Rami Malek, who won for 2018's Bohemian Rhapsody, Denzel Washington, who took home the gold for twice for 2001's Training Day in 1989's Glory, and Jared Leto, whose extreme transformation in 2013's The Dallas Buyers Club earned him Oscar winner status. And to end things on a good note, the babies are back in action. Coming Soon.net announced Tuesday, Paramount Plus has finally announced the premiere date for their upcoming CG animated Rugrats revival, featuring the original voice cast of the titular toddlers, including E.G. Daly and Nancy Cartwright. The series is scheduled to make its debut later this month on Thursday, May 27th. Based on the classic Nickelodeon's 90s children's series of the same name, the Rugrats revival was officially confirmed last February. It will see the return of the original main voice cast for the children. Daly is Tommy Pickles, Cartwright is Chucky Finster, Cheryl Chase is Angela Pickles, Chris Summer is Susie Carmichael, and Katie Sosi as Phil and Lil. Also, the streaming service unveiled the first trailer for the revival yesterday as well. And congratulations are in order to Tallulah Willis, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's youngest daughter, who got engaged to director Dylan Buss. People.com stated recently she revealed on Instagram Tuesday she's engaged to Buss.
Tallulah, 27, posted several pictures captioning the moment as well as the close-up of the stunning ring. Buss also celebrated the engagement with a sweet photo of the two and a series of pictures of Tallulah showing off the ring. With absolutely most certainty, Tallulah captioned the post. That's all for this week, folks. So as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye, my minions.